Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back, baby. Football without hesitation. Oz here. You know what it is. San Jose Earthquakes. Major League Soccer. American Soccer. And today, a little bit of Liga and Mackey's. You know, I'm not going to lie. Medica, you, yeah, you're involved today. And uh, somebody who, whose grandma is from Jalisco, that's pretty tough, but it's all right. It's all right. We got a medica going on. What up? Anyway, what up, y'all? What is up, everybody out there in, in Quakesland? What are we? Quakes, Quakes Nation, baby. Quakes Nation. No. Fuck that bullshit. Fuck that bullshit, motherfuckers. Um, and I thought this was sad times, man. Sad times in Quakesland. All right. Anyway, so yeah, this is Football Without Hesitation. I am Oz. Welcome back again another week. Um, Follow me at Baldini10, Centerline Soccer. Yeah, I am the content editor of Centerline Soccer. And if you follow, I'm pretty much the only only guy writing there right now. Hey, if you want to write, you want to write about the quakes, hit me up, baby. Oz at saladbites.com. Oz at... I swear that was my mic. That was my cable. Um, but anyway, yeah, Oz at saladbites.com. I don't know. You ever wanted to write about soccer? Hit me up. Um, but I'm not here. I'm not trying to sell you. Fuck that shit. You're not getting paid. First of all, hey, hey, let me let me put that out there. If you think I'm saying, hey, come come write. Let's let's get paid. Let's get money. Nah. Ain't no money here. We write about American soccer, bro. You write about American soccer. The only reason you write about American soccer is because you, you fucking care about this sport in this country. Nobody gets paid. Maybe like two people get paid. Taylor Twellman probably gets paid, and then he shares it with some people. Let's go that way. That champion dude, maybe he gets some too. <laughs> Anyway, baby, you're here to listen about their sounds like you're not here to listen to my stupid ramblings about American soccer. Um, so let's get into San Jose. Okay, San Jose earthquakes. Dude, I haven't even updated, but dude, sixth place. Quakes didn't Quakes didn't play. Well, Quakes okay, we'll get into Colorado. So Quakes playing Colorado took that L, baby. Took that L. Uh, new Quakes fans, y'all got to get used to that. That uh, people that have been here for several years, we know what that's all about. Quakes don't win on the road. New new Quakes fans are like, what the fuck is that? And maybe as our manager, we should fucking be winning everything. Hey man, this happens. Fifty two hundred, fifty two hundred feet, dude. All right. No, no, actually, well, well I'll get into that. Let, let, let's first get in uh, Quakes right now. They're in sixth place, sixth place in the Western Conference. <laughs> Again, it's a, it's a dramatic drop, but it, it's really, it doesn't, it, when you look at it number wise, it, it's not that crazy. So, second place in Western Conference right now, Minnesota United, 41 points. Eighth place, eighth place, which is again one spot out of the playoffs, is FC Dallas at 36 points. Okay, so that's okay. Between second and eighth place, there's fucking a five point difference. Five points, two fucking matches. This is this is this is where the West is at right now. This is this is where the West is at. And it's 
it's pretty fucking great. It, it's it's I don't know. It's getting fun. It's only fun. Well, again, over here because the San Jose earthquakes are involved, and the San Jose earthquakes, like I said, oof. Before before they lost to Colorado, before this this week happened, um, again, the, the, it is Thursday, so Sporting played. There was a lot of matches that played yesterday, and now, dude, looking at the form guide. So other than Portland and LAFC, the Quakes have one match in hand on everybody in the league. How about that? Huh? How about that? And for them being in this spot, this is makes me feel more confident, but whatever. So right now the Quakes are in sixth, 38 points, 11 wins, eight losses, five draws, plus five goal differential. Seattle is right above them at 39 points. And then you got Real Salt Lake, Galaxy at 40, Minnesota United. What the fuck? Hey, congratulations, Minnesota. Thanks for figuring it out. Well, I don't know about thanks, but congratulations for figuring it out so quickly. You're looking good. You're looking good. And uh, again, once again, LAFC, they lead the supporter shield. I don't know. It's kind of, kind of pointless at this point. But yeah, congratulations. Uh, 55 points, 55 points so far. It's Philly, Philadelphia union is the only one closest 10 points behind them. I don't It's impressive. Propers, uh, LAFC propers. Um, dude, and the quakes again, first back to back weeks with no wins since June chicken little, the sky is falling. Everybody run for your lives. This team fucking sucks again. <laughs> no. Oh, no. We fucking suck. So uh, last Saturday, Saturday or Sunday, I don't know, August 10th, Quakes played Colorado in Colorado and Commerce City, I believe, right? In Commerce City, Dick Sporting Goods Park at 5,200 feet. Get the fuck out of here. Elevation. Elevation homes. Uh, 5,200 feet. They lost two to one. Vaco scored again. <laughs> Vaco, I mean, come on. I, I hope he keeps doing it. So, again, that's that's Vaco's eighth goal in his last seven matches. Eight, eighth on the season. Yeah. Oh, seven in his last nine. Oh, okay. Seven in his last nine. Okay. Seven, eight. Yeah, that's uh, seven out of seven in the last nine. Carlos Fierro, what up? Iron Man. I'm making that happen. I don't give a fuck. I'm making that happen. Carlos Fierro, Iron Man. Let everybody know. So Carlos Fierro made his his debut for the Quakes. Uh, no shots, no dribbles, 11 passes attempted, 8 completed, 72% pass completion percentage. Way lower than the, than the Quakes overall. No, it doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit. You dude, uh they're what are they the fucking tronco? They're called tronco. All all of a sudden, now American soccer fans are using the term tronco. Which is cool. I mean, hey, I, I kind of barely heard about it too. But when I heard about it, it's like, what the fuck was a tree trunk gotta do about all this? And then I was like, oh. oh. So again, people got that in their head. And the, and they saw those thirty two minutes and they were like, oh shit, this guy sucks. Fool, get out of here. This is MLS. This is MLS. No no disrespect to this league, but um, 
you can't judge somebody on 32 minutes. Uh, that being said, I've I've said a lot of shit that I was wrong about. I don't know. I, again, this is okay. This is definitely not me making a statement that Carlos Fierro is going to be a good, solid contributor to the San Jose Earthquakes. But I'm definitely saying 32 minutes is not enough time to judge him on. What you definitely, what you can say though, what you can judge this team on is that without Espinoza, this team's different, man. And I'm also saying that because I, I've said so much about Espinoza should be an MVP candidate. And, and he should be an MVP, can, MVP, most valuable player candidate in the sense that not the MVP shouldn't be the dude. And, and I mean, this season, it, it's it, this is not a debate. It's Vela. Carlos Vela is a fucking MVP, bro. Get the fuck out of here. As much as I would hate. I mean, as much as I don't want to just admit that, it's easy at this point. Um, I don't know. Um, but in the sense that of how how much value one player brought to a team, I mean, Espinosa is that with two goals, nine assists. Um. Plus, he just takes up so much attention, and, and, and he's so fast, and he has so much individual skill, and people are getting embarrassed. After people realized that Espinosa could embarrass you, they they started defending him differently. I, I don't think they were. I, I'm again. This is me just talking out of my ass, but I I think. People weren't, they weren't as aggressive. Well, not, not aggressive because, fuck, he gets fouled a lot. No, hell no. They stand back. They stand back, but when they get beat, they get chippy, to use an NFL term. Um, but any, anyway, anyway. Without Espinosa, this team really does does look different. I don't, I, I don't think it's it completely breaks the system, or or, or breaks what Espinosa is going or Espinosa what what Almeida is trying to create. The, the system that that he's trying to implement it is a system that 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 can deal with with a player going down. It, it's it's the next man up, and and that's that's pretty obvious. His next again, todos corren, todos juegan. He's said that so much. I've said that so much. I've put it in my fucking writing. Um, he that's just his philosophy. He sticks to that. That's what he says, and he, I mean, from everything I've seen, that he really believes in that. If you're, if you're on his roster you are good enough to go in at any point. And so, so yeah, this team is not, is different with Espinosa, but uh, I, I know Almeida fully expects the team to, to not play worse without him. If I'm trying to, and, and I don't know. And we go, everyone goes, the elevation, the elevation. And Almeida said, we, we are not concerned about the elevation. And I, I believe that. I, I believe that only because, so, so the Quakes, 
they they had a really grueling offseason, and, and that's also what I've been saying is my concern is that they had a really grueling offseason. Their style of play is very aggressive. They they run a lot. I don't know how if if a body can adjust, you know, within ten months that quickly. Uh, um, but one of the things that the Quakes did do is they they went to Mexico and you know trained really hard for like three weeks, and then right after that that they. They play their affiliate in Reno. So they play their affiliate in Reno and the Quakes got their ass kicked. <laughs> the, Quakes, the Quakes lost three to nothing. And um, so if you look at, it was it was pretty interesting in, in that match. So the Quakes, this is a preseason game, playing their affiliates right after a really grueling training in Mexico. But, but if you go back and you look at the starting lineups, that first 45 minutes, Matias Almeida played with pretty much the same lineup he comes out with now. And the Quakes gave up all their goals in the first half, all three of them. And I, I only bring this up and that only makes, because it's like, okay, yeah, they're, they're playing their whatever USL USL affiliate. Why does this matter? Well, it matters because Reno plays at Greater Nevada Field, which has an elevation of forty five hundred feet. That again, compared to fifty two hundred at Dix, that's that's a seven hundred foot difference. Which at that point, it how much does that really matter? You know, you're still you're you're playing a mile up or close to a mile up. I don't know what a mile is. Miles a long way, but so I, I believe that, that that's why I made that was like we're not concerned about this, you know. We they they played at that altitude in Reno. That being said, that you know you look at that first half where the Quakes gave up all three goals. It, it I mean look, look at the lineup, look at that lineup. It, it was pretty similar. It was pretty similar to to when Matias puts out now, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that, I guess that match already happened. I, that being said, okay, there you go. There's the Achilles heel for the Quakes. You got to play him over a mile high. How about that? Huh? <laughs> That's cool. That's a pretty cool weakness. All right. So as long as long as most of the games are not in Reno or Commerce City. I think the Quakes will be all right. I think the Quakes will be all right. Luckily for the Quakes, the next game is not in Commerce City. It's down in the Plains, baby. It's down in the Plains. It's still Midwest. Colorado's mid, you know, on the edge of the Midwest. I don't know what they call it, Mountain West. And they're going right to the real Midwest, uh, Sporting Kansas City, a.k.a. the Wiz. The Wiz, I, 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 can't, I can't drop that. Why is that not the funniest fucking thing? This is a, a professional, a professional sports team at the at the highest level in the two thousands. Okay, it, this isn't like it was forty years ago or something. Well, it was, but also in the two thousands, they called themselves the Wiz. Are the jokes make themselves? I'm not. I'm not even going to lower myself to that. I, I'm not going to. I'm just saying that 
before 2010, and I think we're like 2006 or something, I don't know. But before 2010, Sporting Kansas City, which all you have is a soccer team. I don't know why you're calling yourself Sporting, but that's another question. They were the Wiz. The Wiz. I love that. I love that. But anyway, so the Quakes, the Quakes are, are going to play the Wiz uh, this Saturday. And right now they uh, they sit in, in 12th place in the Western Conference. Dude, tough times, tough times in Kansas City. And, um, dude, they, then they're, it's going to be their third match in a week. It's going to be the, their third match in a week. Their 10th place. They, they have a, a losing record. I mean, they have a lot of injuries. The, the Quakes have to come out with a point. I, I mean, dude, Colorado, Colorado's on an upswing. Columbus was on an upswing. Colorado again, whatever the the, the elevation. I, I guess if, if that has to matter, that matters. But um, okay, you, you're going up against Sporting. It's a team. And dude, they, they've made the Sporting Kansas City's made the playoffs. It's ever since they made that switch to the Wiz, all the players were not embarrassed anymore, so they started playing better. So since 2010, this team has made the playoffs. This this is a, a really good team. Sporting Kansas City is it, it's one of the better teams in MLS. This is an anomaly year. It happens, dude. What the fuck? It's all with a rebuild seasons, all that. You see that. It's going to happen. You're not going to have fucking a decade or whatever of greatness. You're going to go down. Um, and Sporting is is down right now. And, and the Quakes are trending up. So it is on the road. It is difficult to win on the road. The Quakes may be shorthanded, may, may be missing a, a key player for another week. Um, but if if you if you're going to be other than a, than a one game and done team in the in the playoffs, you got to start winning on the road. Yeah, yeah, that's all there is to it. Or not again, or getting results. There we go. Not winning, just get get some fucking results. Um, and it, dude, and it's not getting easier. It's not getting easier. Next Wednesday, who you got? I was saying the the, the Quakes have uh, one match in hand. On you know, well, there's three teams: LAFC, Portland, and Quakes have one match in hand on everybody else. And Quakes and LAFC play next Wednesday. In L.A., the Quakes have never beaten LAFC. We all know what happened earlier in the season. And I'm sure LAFC is very well aware that people have been saying, other than them, the Quakes have been the best team in MLS record-wise. And, dude, I don't know. There's there's really... There's no beef there. There's, there's no rivalry other than uh, them just being an L.A. team, whatever. L.A. teams are pretentious. They think they're cool. 
that's LA. <laughs> like that's what happens. All okay, like look how many Clippers fans are all of a sudden. What the fuck? Where were y'all 10 years ago, you know? Um it, that, that's LA. You know, they, they jump on whatever's new and shiny. And and but LAFC is is a really nice new and shiny thing to jump on. Um that that being said, if they don't get any points in, in Kansas City, they're going to go into L.A. into a very difficult situation to try to get points there. And if you don't get points on the road in the next two matches, it's not some kind of death nail into your, your, your playoff race, but there's less and less games that are, you know, and every single one of them matters. And like I said earlier on the show, the difference between second place right now in Minnesota United with 40 po- 41 points and eighth place FC Dallas at 36 points is just five, man. It's less than two wins, it's less than two match or two matches. Um, so yeah, you quite quite you gotta get results on the road. Gotta get results on the road. And dude, you got you got LAFC, dude. I mean, you got Kansas City. First look at that. You know, I, I know the players are, are fuck. It must be supposed right. It must be hard not looking at LAFC. I mean, no, no disrespect to Sporting, but that's going to be a difficult match, a hard match. It's uh, what do they, they call it? The Cauldron or or, or whatever or whatever. I mean, no, no disrespect to you, can I'm not trying to talk shit. There's no beef there. I don't care. You guys make good barbecue, I'm sure. Um, but anyway, it must be difficult for players, you know, because of what happened earlier in the season, because of what has happened since that point, what they believe. And I don't know. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> That's going to be a good uh, Quakes LAFC. But first, they got to they gotta face sporting, and uh, they have to get a result. You got to get a point, man. You got to get a fucking point, right? All right, let's switch over. That's a, that's a quick sock for today. Lately. A lot of good. It's, it's, it's finally exciting, you know? You usually be like, man, how low are we going to go? And, and how low can we spend? And what's going to happen? Do you think they're going to stop selling hot dogs to save money? <laughs> but this year's all different. This year's all different. And um, speaking of different, the managerial situation in the league is different, man. Shit's going crazy. Shit's going crazy. And uh, the craziest one, uh, crazy, strange, deserved, uh, uh, Mike Petke. You and Mike Petke was fired, straight fired, homie, from RSL for some... Uh, some homophobic slur, quote unquote, homophobic slur. People hate that word. It's it's so whatever. That's the word. You can't say that word in in soccer. And you say hell of other shit. Say hey, say ninety nine percent of stuff you can say, but you say that one word, it goes crazy. But I mean, and again, I guess I'm not sure. Goldie shit. I hope this doesn't sound like a defensive Mike Petkey because from 
his whole history and from everything he did, he, <laughs> this dude needs help. This dude needs help. I mean, he's uh, angry, an angry personality, I, I guess, is a simple way to put it or a nice way to put it. But so this dude, okay, so he said the word, whatever, whatever. This is not a, this is not going to turn into a political podcast trying to speak on the word we all know and have opinions about. It's not about that. It's not about that. Okay, so whatever it means, it, it, you, there's certain decorum on on the fucking field. Y'all, have, you it's, you have a respect. The, the referees are human. The referees are are a part of the game, and you absolutely have to respect them as you would anybody else that's involved. You you wouldn't use that kind of harsh language, or you shouldn't use that kind of harsh language, homophobic language. Uh, hateful language, whatever it may be, you shouldn't direct that against anybody. You know, um, so again, I, what he said doesn't matter. The the point that that it was, it was a hateful term. It, it was an angry term. It, it was, it it didn't have. It doesn't have any place in normal society. So. Um, for for him, and, and I mean, dude, we all get mad. We all get mad, and, and we all say shit. Like, you know that you're like, what the? I I I said that like I didn't, or I you know I didn't mean it to come across that way, and 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 all that. Like you know, everyone has fucking situations. Okay, but this this my pecky thing is way different than that. He 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 was you. And you know, right after the match, that—that's why he got the first red card. And then I—I I don't know if he felt like, oh, that really bothered the ref, so he kept using that term and kept doing it and doing it. At that point, no, get the—you got the red card. Get the fuck out. Leave. Go home. Deal with your suspension and fine, because you're already an asshole. But to continue to mess with the dude, and then the whole note thing. This is this is where, I, um, I, you know, it'd be. I wish MLS had more journalists involved, and you know, if you had way more people trying to figure out, there was some kind of note passed, either slid under the door or handed to somebody all fucking secretly, and this is fucking ref. Somehow, Pat Key got a note to the ref with the fucking word again. And, uh, and then that's where I was just like, this dude is off his rocker. Who, who, who's around him? Who the, the people around him can't control him. I'm, I'm assuming the people around him tried and they couldn't. So, yeah, you got to get rid of that motherfucker. You got to get rid. That is toxic. That is a toxic ass environment that that dude must be creating that to go that far. You know, I in the heat of the moment in sports, shit gets crazy, stuff gets said, but to just keep going and going and then writing it down and then getting it to them somehow, that's nah, dude. It's, at that point, it's like I, it's not like 
or what he say or what the word was. I don't give a fuck what he said. The dude obviously doesn't belong anywhere in some kind of, in a in a professional top flight uh, sports like that. that fuck no. Um, yeah, I don't know, but he got money. Hopefully, he can uh, go out there and get some help. You can't be out there that angry, man. It's just in life. All y'all listening, I I know you're not you know Mike Petke, but. You can't get that upset, dude. Like, shit gets you mad. Everything, you know, shit's going to happen, dude. Shit gets you upset. Once it happens, it happens. Try to apologize. You, you don't want to be mad at people. I said shitty being mad at people. You never win. You never win. Don't get fucking mad. Um, Another person that, that, dude, another person that got let go this week that's probably kind of a little happy about how Pecky got let go is uh, Wilmer Cabrera. Wilmer, uh, Houston Dynamo's manager, you gone. You gone, nice to see you. Uh, very little sympathy for Houston because you know the history. Check the fucking history. You know, you know why I got no sympathy. Uh, they're ninth right now in the West, 30 points. Six points behind Dallas, final playoff spot. Both Tejas teams, you know, I don't know. Do what you do, baby. Do what you do. Uh, yeah, so so uh, sorry, Mike. Nah, not so sorry, Mike Petke. A little more sorry, Wilma Cabrera. I uh, wish it would have worked out for you. Not really. You went to Houston. Why you go to the, it's cursed. It's cur- they got them. They got the two seasons of of the Wando Shield, and now they cursed, dude. Sorry, Houston. Um. So how about that, uh, Campeon de Campeones Championship, brought to you by the guy drinking Heineken while driving an Audi? What a tournament! Edge of your seat excitement. Every match. No, hey, at least that final was, though. How about Atlanta? All right, so Atlanta United beat Club America three to dose. Three to dose in Atlanta. Uh, the, the So it's a... What? I don't know how it happens. I, I don't know how they decide the teams. Definitely the champions. If you win... If you win Liga Mekis, one of the, you know, I don't know, oh, Clausura or Apertura, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure, well, both of y'all. And if you win both, you get a buy or some shit. I don't know. Uh, so the best teams in MLS versus best teams in Liga Mekis get together so each federation can make more money. And this uh, this tournament was pretty cool because an MLS team won. How about that? How about that? Of course, of course, that means if you support Liga MX, you say, well, this is a bullshit tournament and no one gave a fuck about. And if you support MLS, you say, we're coming for you. We're coming for you. Um, but the truth is that there is a lot of people that are very wealthy that just got more wealthy and are high-fiving each other while money just pours out of their pockets every time they do it. It's just like, 
just money just falling out. Um, but cool. Cool story, bro. Um, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's an M- MLS team, an MLS team be like Liga MX. Uh, at the moment, right now, it's not that cool because it's like, oh, it's a bullshit tournament. But dude, give it five, ten years when it's happening more regularly, and people are gonna all of a sudden, you, people are gonna be like, oh yeah, oh, dude, I, I've been FC Cincinnati fan from the get go, bro, bro. I, I've been there. I've been there. St. Louis FC, that was my shit, dude. Since before. Since before they even talked about putting no stadium. Before they took the Rams, I was right there. I was right there, bro. I was right there. I, I put the first brick down in Sacramento where they had the new stadium. I put it down. And then all of a sudden, fucking Liga Mekis is going to be fucking gone by the wayside. It's going to take a while. And it's not ever going to happen fully, but... This goddamn country's too rich, dude. This fucking country's too rich. Um, so, yeah, congratulations, Atlanta United. I love it. I love it because you have Joseph Martinez, who is one of the best shit talkers in the league right now, huh? He's one of the best shit talkers in MLS, and I fucking love it. And, and, and yeah, it shows that uh, this team... this. The, this league is trying and it's different man just look at highlights from five years ago five years ago look at fucking highlights i don't know but you know what i do know is i'm gonna end this shit political (laughs) how how can i do a podcast in this day and age in this climate when the politics huh um but no, anyway, I just thought it was kind of funny with all this, you know, bullshit of, oh, this Mexican, again, I'm Mexican, FYI, I'm Mexican-American, if you're really Mexican, like, oh, he was born in America, he's not one of us, I'm Mexican-American. And uh, so anyway, there's just all this situation going on. Of uh, the you know the bad hombre stuff, whatever you know who's the president. It, it's just so interesting to me that the 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 biggest or one of the biggest dude because like like I said earlier, my grandma's from Jalisco, so I grew up Chivas fan. So I can't I can't say anything definitive about America, but one of the biggest teams in Mexico. In Latin America, is is called the Eagles of America. <laughs> Get the fucking dude. Okay, uh, everybody, close your eyes. Okay. Oh, it's like ASMR right now. So everybody, close your eyes and picture any and don't no don't picture a sport or anything. Just Picture the Mex the Eagles of America. What do you see? A bald eagle, red, white, and blue, patriotism, Uncle Sam, the Eagles of America. Wow, that is that that sounds like the the name of the US Olympic team or something. No. 
It's the biggest soccer team. One of the biggest soccer teams in Mexico or Latin America. Get the fuck out of here. We're the fucking, we're the, the, the invaders. Why, why is the biggest soccer team in Mexico called the Eagles of America? The fuck out of here. What are they trying to assimilate? Over there, all those Chilangos are just trying to be like, hey, yeah, what's up? George Washington over here, dude. Tommy's J. No. <laughs> um, anyway, not a fan of America. Not saying people should support him for any reason. But it's just interesting to me that the biggest, I mean, it's it's the biggest team in, in North America for sure. Actually, now that I say that, as much as I hate to admit that, but, you know, the Eagles of America are the most popular soccer team in North America. And they sound like fucking Uncle Sam's wet dream, but they're Mexican. Explain that shit, bro. Explain that. Anyway, that was uh, that was Oz's political minute. That's like uh, my Jerry Springer. Uh, what did he call it at the end? His moment of Zen or moment of truth or something. But that was uh, that was my Jerry Springer where he sits there with his legs crossed and says, "Ah, feed your cats. Don't let them die out in the heat." Or, I don't know, whatever piece of life advice he would give. Um, that's my piece of life advice. Don't leave your cats out in the heat. Always provide them with fresh food and water. And the Quakes have a, a really, really difficult next seven days. We'll see how it happens. And we'll be back here. I'll tell you all about it. Peace.